Rain, rain, go away, come again some other day. That's not how it goes. I mean, you didn't come here to hear me sing. In fact, it were nine seconds in, and you probably turned it off. But we have a special datitude. What is he doing here on a Wednesday anyway? Well, it's Masters Week. We gotta, we gotta talk Masters. We gotta give you some betting tips, picks, previews, and of course, you know me, little Nash Roberts. We're gonna talk about the weather. It's all coming up next on Datitude. If you're looking for the latest scoop and in-depth interviews on the Saints, the NFL, the Pelicans, LSU, along with the best bets of the week, then lucky you. Along with high-powered, in-the-know guests who cover our teams, Jim Derry brings plenty of datitude. And he'll always tell you the way it is, or at least the way he thinks it is. Where you at, New Orleans? And hello to all my friends out there who are ready for the greatest week in golf, or so they say. Maybe the greatest weekend in golf and beyond this weekend. Going to get into it all. I am Jim Derry, sports betting writer at the Times Speaking the Advocate at bet.nola.com. And this is Datitude. Yes, Datitude on a Wednesday. Wednesday, April the 5th, 20 the 23. 20 the 23? You know what I mean. It's 2023. And if you don't know that by now, we got way worse problems than who you're going to bet on in the Masters. Um, yeah, I get to be Nash Roberts again today. You know how much I love talking about the weather. I don't know. Did I say this is Datitude episode 144? Yeah. Well, we gotta have a sp- we're having a special episode today because, uh, like we did last year, it worked out pretty well, so we decided to do it again. Uh, Uncle Big Nick is on the show this morning, and Zach Ewing, my colleague, friend, boss, whatever you want to call him. We like to get at each other a little bit here and there. But I think we're agreeing today. So if you came here to watch Zach and I uh, or listen to Zach and I kind of go at it, you're, you're out of luck. That's not really going to happen today. We're uh, here to give you the best info we can on the Masters. There will be no other talk. We're not even going to talk about the Pelicans last night and how they stunk up the joint. And now they have a back-to-back with Memphis. They go from, this is the most, and I know it's just one game, so they still won six out of eight or seven out of nine or whatever the hell it is. But, I mean, this team is schizophrenic, man. Just when you think they're good, maybe not. Let me, I don't want to be schizophrenic either, so let's see what they do tonight. We will be talking a lot about the Pelicans on our regular Friday show. Yes, there will be a regular Friday show. I'm not sure my guest is because I know who I want it to be. I haven't asked him yet. So let's hold off, and I'll tell you who my guest is uh, tomorrow. But when we get to the Masters, it is my favorite golfing week of the year, and I know it is for a lot. It's cliche. We talked about this the other day on Bayou Bets. I know it's cliche for this to be the best, your favorite golfing week of the year, but it is. I mean, how can you not like the, the greens at Augusta? And just the Amen Corner and everything that goes with it, and Tiger Woods, and you know, Tiger Woods probably not going to win this year. Um, probably not going to win a major ever again. And honestly, um, I got a big old gigantic bet with Uncle Big Nick that he never wins another PGA tournament. 
So while I love Tiger Woods, I think I got to root against. He can finish second all he wants. He can finish second, like, I don't know, every tournament he plays in for the rest of his life. And he can go win on the Champions Tour if he wants to do that. Just uh, if he wins in, in the PGA Tour, I'm kind of hosed. So anyway, neither here nor there. You don't care about that either. Uh, what do we think about the Masters? Well, we think it's going to rain a lot. Going back to being Nash Roberts, um, it is supposed to be nasty Friday and Saturday. And it goes from being hot, high temps uh, Thursday in the mid to upper 80s to rainy and cloudy and ugly on Friday with temps in the 70s. And then on Saturday, rainy, rainy and cold and just flat out ugly. So if you make the cut, um, assuming that they don't have a big delay Friday, which they might, um, Saturday you're going to be sitting around wearing big old thick coats and trying to avoid rain because it's going to be about 50 degrees and 100% chance of rain. So what does this mean for the tournament? Well, my, my cohorts think that they're going to go off without a hitch, and, um, you know, they have had rain before. Zach talks about how it rained. Uh, I don't remember what year it was, uh, early 2000s, where it rained. Thursday was a complete washout, and they were able to uh, get back on time, get back on track by Sunday because, A, the field's smaller, um, and, B, TV is going to do everything they possibly can uh, to make sure. Look, you think Jim Nance wants to sit around in Augusta, Georgia and wait till Monday to finish it? No. No. CBS doesn't either. They want this thing to end Sunday, and they're going to do everything they possibly can. Whether it will or not, I don't know. But uh, we will find out soon. So let's get to my guest here. Uh, that is my mini monologue. I don't need a long monologue when we're having a Masters betting preview. Um, I'll tell you who I like coming up in with my two guests, and uh, they'll tell you who they like, and then you can either message me who you like or just go bet it. You don't have to tell me. Just go bet it, and we hope you win as long as it's one of my guys, right? And uh, we didn't do Uncle Big Nick's song on the sh live show itself, so... I can't have UBN on and not have his intro song, so we'll do that before we start here. Uncle Big Nick, can we make some picks today? Well, can we please? Well, you can't have enough Masters no, previews. I, you I've know? been into it since Sunday, so I mean... Yeah, well, I mean, that's all it's you do. It's the greatest yeah. weekend of the year. You do, what, like 648 lineups or something like that? No, but 200 and something this week. <laughs> Jeez. But you like I to was, exaggerate. It's only half kidding, you know. <laughs> all right, here, here are our topics for the show. Your, Go ahead. Uh, hold on. What's your player pool for 200 and something lineups? There's only 88 guys there. I mean, how many are you? 20, it's only going to be 24 to, 24 to 30 players. All right, well, 24 squared, you do the math. Anyway, uh these are, we don't want Jim to do the math. No, That's why please. he told somebody else to do It'll, it. Exactly, and I don't have the calculator up on my screen, so I'm not going to figure it out. These are our topics for the day. Uh, as we said, it's all golf today. If you have any comments or questions, and I see one, we'll get to it in just a minute. Um, the top story is weather. And, you know, uh, Zach was telling me off the air that, that Scott Ravelay was, was saying that they think they're going to make it through. Uncle Big Nick was, was talking to some people. They think they're going to make it through. Hey, We'll find out, but I don't see how they're going to. We're going to talk weather in just a little bit. Um, and then, of course, the betting preview side of it, Scotty, Rory, and John Rahm 
those are the guys that are all plus 800 or worse, I guess is the way to say it. Uh, I saw Scotty as low as my plus 500, which is obscene. I don't think that's bettable. We'll talk about that a little bit. Who, who else do we like? I mean, obviously, if you take one of the big three, you want to take somebody else to go with it. And how about Tiger? I know Uncle Big Nick hopes Tiger has a chance. We'll talk about him uh, a little bit this afternoon, uh, this morning, excuse me, uh, when we get to it. All right, let's start with, uh, let's see what comments. We got uh, M. Petron says he's got Cam Smith, 35 to 1. That's Petrini. That's a buddy of mine. Oh, Petrini. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't read. Sorry. That's a good uh, price. Y- you know what? So do I. That's my number one pick, and we'll jump right into it. That is uh, – I had a Masters preview out on bet.nola.com this morning. Uh, it came out at, I think, 745, and that is my number one pick this morning, and I'm interested to see what you think about Cam Smith. I know you like Jordan Spieth this week, Uncle Big Nate, but what do you think about Cam at 35-1? to 1? I like Cam. It's just – all the live guys, I don't know how you trust them. I know a lot of them are going to come in with chips on their shoulders with stuff to prove. And I don't mind playing Cam. He only won the one event he won at live was in Australia where he's from. So like he kind of cared about that tournament. And yeah. it seems like he hasn't cared. And Cam's like a carefree. He's on a boat drinking all the time. Like, is he really practicing? Is he really going to be up for this? I don't know. One but, thing, one thing I do like about Cam, Uncle Big Nick. I was look going back and looking, and he won the the Players Championship. And they had weather that was similar to what we're going to see this weekend. So that was one of the things that stuck out stuck out for me. And I actually like some of the live guys. I know you're surprised by this because you know how I feel about live, but um, I actually like some of the live guys. I even like DJ a little bit. Um, I like I, the live guys because of what you're going to get in leverage as DFS wise. But as far as winning the tournament, I mean, what? What a better slap in the face for a live guy to put the green jacket on. Like, well, so the ones that, the, like DJ, Brooks, Patrick Reed, Cam Smith, all the guys that have that chip on their shoulder and they have the game to compete, I don't mind betting them. But I think I'm going to bet them live. What I'm going to see how they perform. I think uh, what, one of the things I also like is I took them in one and done this week because – that's one less PGA player that I have to take later on as we go right. through. Right, it's kind of smart to do that. Cause... I mean, so that's one one less player that I got to check off my player pool. And so I took the guy, the live guy that I thought had the best chance to, to finish the highest. And I really think that of all the live guys, I think he matches well with the Masters. His past history uh, shows that, I think. And, again, the way he's played in majors as of late, I just think he, he fits for this course. Yeah, I agree. He really does. Zach, I know you like Cam Smith a little bit, too. and I know we're getting into one guy for, for a little bit here, but, but uh, what do you like about him? Yeah, I mean, I like him. I, I, think, I, I don't know yet if I'll bet him simply because when you bet one of those guys at the top, and that, that's kind of how you have to frame your whole betting discussion is if you're going to bet one of the guys at the top, how much more bankroll do you have to go down at all? I mean, unless you're just betting a couple of long shots with him. So I have to answer that question. I got to figure that out today. But I do like him. Um, I, I think I'm going to use him in one and done. Also, that, that's my only concern with using him in one and done, is that because he's like a free space, because he's a live guy, is everybody in the whole pool going to think right. that way? And right. I've got some catching up to do. So do I want to use him in one and done? And then I'm not going to catch up if he wins. Um, you know, but but I, I do think his game suited to it. It's a it's a great point about the players last year. Could be similar conditions. Um, he plays well here. 
I think Andy Lack's podcast, he, he had a quote from him where he sort of sounds like almost dreary about playing for live. And, and I guess that could go one of two ways. Like, I don't think he's the only one. No, but I mean, like, does that mean these guys this week is a reprieve for them where they're like, Oh my God, I get to play for something this week and they're going to play super well. Or does it mean I'm not used to playing for crap. So now I'm going to go out there and I don't have my competitive juices flowing and I'm, I'm going to get buried. It's just a full round thing matter. I, I they play three rounds on live. Yeah. Like I know all uh, these guys are in better shape than us, but still. Like, I don't know that that matter? matters, right? Not for a guy. I can't. And look, here, here are his last five Masters performances. And I'm going to go from this 2022 back to 2018 in that order. Third, 10th, 2nd, 51st, and 5th. I mean, you're talking about four top 10 finishes and three top five finishes. Another reason why I liked him for one and done. Even if he doesn't win, you're still going to get a, a good good number there. And I'm probably going to bet him. Uh, I've already bet him. You know, like Mr. Petrini over here, I'm 35 to one at DraftKings. I also bet him. Uh, I'm going to bet him probably top 10 as well. So I uh, got to get get some pri- prices. Look, you can you can love over here, uh, Uncle Big Nick. You know, you're the goat. <laughs> do we I mean, need to do what the Lakers did them. last night? Did you did y'all hear that? The LeBron's talking to the media and they're making goat. Oh, uh, the goat chirps. Back. Yeah, I got. <laughs> uh, I can't deal with that. All right, let's get into, before we get into I was some promised more, we wouldn't have to talk about LeBron. Yeah, before we get into more players Sorry, here, I do, <laughs> want to, I do want to talk about the weather, and, and you can't get around it. And, you know, our little graphic here shows you some of what they're going to be going into this weekend. And it goes, not only does it go from dry, tomorrow looks like it's going to be okay, to wet, but it also goes from hot to cold. And I... I Fine, this is interesting as I do. You know, Uncle Big Nick knows I love to talk about the weather. I think I talk about the weather on almost every podcast. You should have been a weather I should have been. You're an old man. That's what old men do. No, I did it when I was in my 20s, too. I I love to talk about the weather. I don't know what the deal is. but um, okay. Can anybody be more wrong at their job more often than a weatherman and still uh, have their job? Probably us. We're close, right, Zach? Sports betting. No, if you're wrong sixty percent of the time, you're, you're no, no, gonna... we're not wrong sixty percent of the time. That's what I'm just I mean. kidding. It's a complete. I'm um, being completely facetious. All right, Saturday, Friday as bad as it looks, though, um, guys. I think that they'll be able to play Friday because it's eight, even though it's eighty percent, it's not. I don't think it's going to be one of those all day rains. It's going to be like in and out, so they'll be on and off the course. It's going to not going to be very fun for them. But Saturday. Looks like a complete washout at this point. You can tell me what you guys hear. I'll start with you, Zach, because you, you talked to Rab, and I, I'm interested to hear what they think. But, uh, I mean, that's a lot of rain. Yeah, I mean, Rab and, and John Boyette, who's been to 38 Masters or something, and it's the former sports editor of the Augusta Chronicle, was on with me too. And we'll put that on, on this BioBets YouTube channel later today. But uh, they both had a lot to say. I mean, they, they both seem to think they're going to push through whenever and however they can as long as there's not lightning they'll play and i mean like i look at that forecast jim and it's not going to be that windy uh you know 10 to 15 miles an hour yeah Yeah. and and if the course is going to be soft because of of the rain and it's not going to be that windy and they're going to keep playing are we sure the conditions are going to be as difficult as everyone seems to think i i I mean maybe they're not the ball's not going to travel as far in the fairways but you'll be able to Throw darts at their pins. Does I mean, this so does this help a guy like you know I don't know, um, you know Siwoo Kim doesn't drive it very far. Does it, and he played 
bad last week, but does it help? You know who like, this helps? It's Rory. Rory is so good in wet, dreary conditions. Well, I mean, that's what he grew up playing. Right. So, I mean, the Europeans, maybe. I mean, Lowry, Fleetwood, Fitzpatrick, all these guys that are used to this. Justin Rhodes, Adam Scott, like, all to name a few. Well, that's going to deal with this weather. The trainee, speaking of weather, he says uh, a doctor's actual title is practicing physician. So they're wrong all the time. This is true. They don't have to give warranties at all. No, I just hope they're not wrong when they, when they, whenever they look at me. Uh, so <laughs> so um, I don't know. I, I just don't see how they f- finish uh, on Sunday. I mean, I could be wrong, but, you know, it's not just the rain that they could end up washing Saturday out, but Sunday they're going to be hit or miss all over the place. And I agree with you, Zach, that I don't know that the weather plays as huge a factor as it does. I mean, uh, you're talking about the wind. I, mean, I don't know if the wind plays as much of a factor. But, you know, if it rains, you, you can't play when it's storming. I know, uh, you know, Nick's talking about how as long as there's no lightning, they're going to play through. But I, they're not going to be playing in storming weather. Either one of you can take that. I mean, I you know, no, not if it's like a torrential downpour, but are we sure that's what this is going to be? I mean, just because there's a hundred percent chance of rain doesn't mean that could mean it drizzles all day. Like yeah. we see that around here all the time. So um, I, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see how it affects it. I think it, like if you're talking about for DFS purposes, playing a wave edge, like I need AM PM guys or P I don't know how you predict that because you, you know, even if you see one in the hour by hour forecast, that's going to come out today. And, and Nick, you can speak to this better than I can, but like, you don't know if the round gets delayed, that all gets thrown off. I mean, I don't, I don't see how you can say that it's going to be a definite advantage for anybody. No, you could, you could play a wave edge, but it's just like last week, last week I tried to play a wave edge and it had fog in the morning. Yeah. It messed up everything. Yeah. That was so, I mean, weird. Yeah. So you could, like, you could try and predict a wave edge, but there's no guaranteed on wave edges. Yeah. So, I mean, I, Right now, I'm leaning towards my guys starting in the PM on Thursday because I think Friday AM is going to be the best conditions uh, that they're going to see all week. Yeah. So even if my guys don't finish Thursday evening, if they got to come out and finish Friday morning, then we're good, you know, because they're going to be in the best conditions. I mean, that's guys like Speed, Finau, Fleetwood, right. guys like that are going off late, late Friday. Yeah, that's what worried me a little bit about Cam because I think he goes off at – uh, like 10.30 a.m. Eastern time uh, on Thursday, which means he would probably play. I didn't look at what that correlates to on Friday, but I'm sure it's Friday afternoon. So Friday, 1.30-ish. Um, yeah, it's Friday. At, it's 2 p.m. Eastern, so it's yeah, so, I mean, p.m. That, here. That is a, a, Chances are he's finishing his second round Saturday morning, though. I mean, could be. if we're being honest, yeah. there's going to be some kind of a delay. So I don't know. Like, I, I will say this. In 2003, rain washed out the entire day Thursday did not play a single hole. Um, and they were back on track by Sunday's tee off. Uh, so well, they so do they it better than most tournaments. We got to remember too, Jim, this is not 156 players like normal tournaments. Yeah, that's they true. Play. That's also true. Very true. It's only, it's a, only what like is it, 110. Yeah. It's right. 100? I thought it was a little over a hundred, I think. So that got, does make a difference. Top 50 make the cut. So, I mean, it ain't, it no, it's, ain't it's only 88. It's only 88 guys. Oh, it's 88. Uh, okay. It's supposed, Hence it's supposed why. to be 91 or something, but they had some WDs and some past champions who didn't who declined the invitation. It's okay. 88. Hence so you're why talking Scotty about, is minus 1,600 to make the cut. Well, and, and I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> honestly, that's something Tiger, I think, I know we'll talk about Tiger. I think he's minus 150 to make a cut. If you like a make the cut bet, you got to, all I have to be is in the top, 
really, honestly, with ties, probably 60% of the field. And you've got Fred Couples and VJ Singh out there who are, I mean, like, thanks for thanks for showing up, guys. It's good to see you. But does yeah, anybody Mike seriously Weir, think? I mean, yeah, they're Sandy Lyle. So, it, yeah, it, in, in reality, you're really only talking about 80 players. And with ties, maybe it's 55, even 60 guys who make the cut. I mean, it's not going to be that difficult. They got Sammy Lyle playing with two live guys. I, oh, I don't know geez. the names, but that's I'm funny. sure that's messed up. I didn't want to decide to do that. That's messed up. I was uh, the tiger thing kind of ties into the weather for me. Yeah. Because cold, rainy, delayed weather say, is not good for Tiger at all. If he has to really? play more than eighteen holes. Yeah, but in, in a, the, in the first two days though, the first two days I think it does benefit him because it's not gonna be cold the first two days. And I think that a softer conditions and him knowing the course and knowing how to get around weather. I mean, he's played under every scenario you can possibly imagine. I agree. It doesn't, you can't bet him to win because it's Saturday and Sunday being cold and having to go in and out and stop and start are not going to help Tiger Woods. Right. But I think, I think so much to warm up that lead. I think Thursday and Friday's weather actually helps him make the cut. So, um, minus 150 to make the cut. I actually like that. And I, I wouldn't normally, for wow. for Tiger, but I think I think that he makes the cut with with this kind of weather in the soft. I mean, he's only got to beat thirty eight players. That, they, that's exactly and, players, and and five of them are Mike yeah, Weir, five of them DJ have Singh no chance. Fred Couples, I mean, yeah. yeah. So and and a couple of amateurs who, you know, may, maybe they play well, but maybe they're in over their head. I mean, you you just only have to beat like twenty five legitimate guys to yeah. make the cut. All right, let's uh, uh let's shift our gear from from weather, and uh, I want to talk about. The odds, obviously, the weather's on here, but I got this, these are the odds as of uh, late yesterday afternoon, and they're from Caesar Sportsbook, which is the official odds partner of bet.nola.com. I always uh, tell people to shop around, <clears throat> and they should. So when you see Cam Smith on this list and he's 2,200, that's because he's 2,200 at Caesars. You have to shop around, and you'll find some numbers at Caesars that are better. You'll find some numbers that are better at FanDuel. You'll find some numbers that are better at DraftKings. But look, I'm, if we're being honest here, I think we, you know, just going looking through. I think DraftKings has a lot of the best numbers. So, look, but shop around. It, what, whoever you like, get the best. And these are just the top tier guys. Okay, so when we're talking about Scotty and Rory and John Rahm, and I'm gonna start with you, Nick. Um, what do you think? You know, I so we Zach sent me something yesterday that I actually kind of liked. What do you think the chances are that it's one of those three guys? Because I think it was either DraftKings. Was it FanDuel that had the, the thing you sent me yesterday? I want to say you can actually find it more than one place. But it's, okay, well, it was plus 190 for one of the big three to win. And, and minus, minus 240 two, for the field. 240, yeah. Where would you go with that bet, Nick? The field. You would take the field. You, yeah. you don't think it's going to be one of the one of the three. See, I don't like John Rahm I think the all, only so one of the three that could win is Rory. Okay. Why, why uh, don't you give Scotty a chance to come back? Well, and there's win a reason again? why I only think one person has repeated here. Nick. There's so many obligations when you win the, at Augusta. You got to do the dinner. Yeah. You got to do all the, you know, all the massive stuff. And I mean, would anybody be shocked if Scotty or Ron won? No. I mean, I, I wouldn't. But I just don't think it's feasible for him to be back to back. Yeah. Um, I love Rory with the soft conditions. Rom has just been off lately. He has and been. I, I don't like Rom's attitude if weather is going to disrupt the tournament. Like I, agree. I just don't. If he gets aggravated, it's done. Yeah. Like if he gets mad at the weather, mad at the delays, mad because he's not playing well, I just don't. I don't like his mental aspect there. Zach, he's been off and on too. I mean, if you look at his last three, uh, 31st in the match play, he didn't make the cut. The players, 
um, 39th before that, and then he won before that he won the Genesis. So, but obviously you have to like him to. I mean, he's probably I don't know if he's a value top 10 bet, but I mean before last year he was 27th last year, but fifth, seventh, ninth, and fourth. I mean, you know, he has been a lock for top 10 here. I don't know what his top 10 odds are. I'm imagining they're somewhere around plus 150, some something like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, I mean, I get I get what I get what Nick's saying because like you almost have to look for reasons not to bet these guys, yeah. right? Right. They're so they're you have so to pull good. You all have, kind of straws yeah. everywhere. And so if if you know if Rom hits some adversity, does he? But but you know what? I'm thinking back to. Was it La Quinta that he won earlier this year where he had like a, a, a plus three or a plus four in the first yeah. nine of the yeah. of Thursday? Like, and he was losing his mind. And then all of a sudden he found it on Friday and hit, you know, he was like eight he had under some great shot. Yeah, he had some great shot. I want to say it was on 12 or 13 and it changed his whole thing. This feels so a little mind, better than that one. And the course is tougher too. I mean, I get that. But I'm just saying like from a mentality point, I, I don't know that he's – Unbettable. I, I just, I think you are looking for reasons not to bet the guy. Um, but Jim, like you said, four top tens in the last five years. Like, um, he knows how to play here, and he's shown that he can play in weather. I don't know if he will this week. But yeah, I agree. If you if you're gonna pick one of those three guys, Rory seems like the most likely. Um, but Rory, I mean, the whole career Grand Slam thing. He seems to get in his own head a little bit at Augusta. Absolutely. He played well last year after he had no chance to win, then he started playing. Yeah, that's that's kind of like Roy's forte here. Like, once he's out of it, you want to play him in showdown because <laughs> he's yeah. going to yeah. roast the course. Uh, Andy Lack likes John Rahm, and, I, you know, I, I I get why you would like John Rahm, but of the big three, and I get why everybody loves, loves Rory. But, again, I don't want to bet any of these guys. I bet I bet a little bit on Rory. Um and I didn't bet Scotty, but I just, you know, I kind of like that uh, that bet that we're talking about minus uh, plus one ninety on the big three. I really think Rory, I think Rory and Scotty are going to be battling down to the finish. Um, again, what better like, for the PGA than that to happen too? Yeah, and look, and, and I know Nick, you, you're you're one and done pick this week is Justin Spieth, uh, Jordan Spieth, Jordan. and I and, and I think that Spieth is a great. I love the way that he's played lately. Um, because short game for the obviously for this course, I think short game might be the number one factor uh, going in. Yeah, and you got to be creative. No one has a better short game. Than nobody's magic beans is ridiculous. I mean, it, it, I'm so pissed at Spieth over a couple weeks ago that I can't bet. I can't do it. Yeah, you can't hold I, grudges. The, that you can't hold grudges in golf. But but for those who don't know, I meant to put twenty bucks on him to win the Valspar and actually put <laughs> two hundred in it, and then he had. He had the tournament in his in his lap on the back. He was leading on like fifteen or sixteen. Split so you mad at him because you made a mistake. Exactly. I, I mean, I still like him. <laughs> and he was in <laughs> Vegas. And he was in Vegas. And he's like, uh, "Can you go hedge on this guy for me? A hedge on this guy?" And he's like, "No, never mind. I'm not gonna hedge." And then you know. And then right when I was ready to hedge is when he hit the ball in the freaking water. <laughs> and right in the middle of the water. Chris oh, I mean, Bush. it wasn't even. It was the. It was. It was like me driving. Shot. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, that leads us to our next thing. Of these guys, and I want to just focus on these six guys. I'll ask you for a long shot later. But of the th- six guys that are underneath the name John Rahm, I want y'all to, you know, we've talked about Cam Smith, um, and now we've talked about Spieth. Is there anyone else that, that we like? Um, Nick, I'm going to start with you. 
it's hard, really hard, not to bet Cantlay here. Not for me. It's pretty. It's easy. not for you. No. Why don't you like Cantlay? I don't like him in majors. I don't like him in his weather. Uh, you want to talk about a guy who plays great in weather, Justin Thomas. Yeah. Justin Thomas won the PGA Championship in yep. horrible weather. Justin like, Thomas. Somebody seems... that he seems off. I know. But somebody that's been flying under the radar that nobody's going to have anything on. Him and Finau are the two I like in this list. I was going to say Finau. I like Finau. Is, is there, everybody is, seems I mean, to love Finau, and I just don't. I haven't seen anybody pick Finau. No, Andy was talking about Finau this week, and, you know, I think Rick likes him too. I, I just I don't know. There's something about him that until he proves that he's really legit that next class, like, I just can't buy it yet, and I love Tony Finau. Uh, uh, you he know, nearly broke his ankle in the part three contest and still made the cut. I'm just saying, there's just something about him that I can't in the last buy right. Five years. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I know. Well, you look at him at the Masters, uh, 35th, 10th, 38th, 5th, and 10th. So, I mean, obviously he knows how to finish up there. I mean, I don't mind him for a top ten bet. I just don't know if to win this tournament if he has what it takes, but. You know, what do you like about him as far as like this weather? Does this weather help him at all, Nick? Yeah, I mean, he's really good with irons. I mean, he's going to be fine. It's all about the putter for him. Yeah. If the putter's working, he's good. And all the greens are going to be, all the greens are going to be as fast as they normally are with all the weather. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, they got the sub air system to dry them out. But yeah, they it, got. Re- it, don't they have refrigerators under the ground? Just kidding. Oh, uh, to some extent, they have vacuums. They have, I mean, yeah. Uh, I was just talking to John and, and Rab. You can actually feel the vacuums under your feet when you're That's walking close to those greens. And there's like a hum. P- place is a little bit um, dystopian if you think about it. <laughs> they're yeah. like they're piping in bird sounds on TV, and they got the vacuum under the ground. And yeah. I mean, we all love it, but yeah, that's a that's a word too big for Nick and I. By the way, Zach, we don't use words like dystopian on the Datitude podcast. Big, big I mean, brother, scary. How about that? They, there you go. That's that's way better. Yeah, Z- thank you, Zach. Who do you like on the, on the second tier? And it doesn't have to be from the, this page, but uh, second tier guys. Uh, who, who's your guy there? You, you know, I, I like Fino. I, Justin Thomas is interesting. Like Nick said, I wouldn't bet him to win, but I'm certainly thinking about playing him in, in DFS because nobody is going to play that guy um, because he's in bad form, and so sometimes that's what you have to do. You know, like you can get a Xander at a twenty-five or a or a Homa at twenty-eight. Cam, I love Twenty-five. Homa. I mean, all of those guys to me, like that's there's value there if you do. And we talked about that prop bet, the plus one ninety. One thing I'm thinking about doing is, what if I pick three or four guys in the twenties and thirties, and then I just hedge with the plus one ninety. And if any yeah. of those guys win, then okay, I broke even. You know, you don't have to bet that much to do that. And so. If one of them win, you you just break even, and if if one of your guys wins, then obviously you had a good week. Nick, I like Homa as well. Why do you like him? I mean, it just seems like the perfect course, the perfect weather, the perfect everything for him. He's in yep. great form right now. I know he don't have a great history here. Bad history but, here. And, and everybody talks about you know having a good history at the Masters. I value playing here more than I value having a good history here. I mean, if he's played here six times and has. You know, I know he hasn't. I'm just throwing these numbers out Three. there. Six times and has four top 30s. Okay. I'd rather that than somebody has played here once and has a top five. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I want somebody that has history. 
This is his fourth time, though, so I think this is the the time that you see real improvement. I think after the third time, it really kind of kicks in. Yes. So uh, another reason why I like him. I don't necessarily like him to win, but I, I, excuse me, I definitely like him to have 20. Former winners, and you look at this list, I mean, it's mostly guys you would expect to be on this list, except for maybe Danny Willett in 2016. He wanted five under. Uh, But, you know, Scotty last year, Hideki kind of came out of of nowhere. Um, He had not fared well. Well, Hideki is a guy who he hadn't fared well at this tournament, Nick, before he won in 2021. So that was kind of that was the perfect storm for him. He came out after a delay and just roasted this course and won. Yeah, he won it. At 10 under, uh, getting past Will Zalatoris. Another guy I like. I like Willie Z this week. Uh, Another top 10. I don't necessarily like him to win, but I think uh, he's got a chance to be top 10. But before that. He's been kind of off, too, after the injury and after having a stomach virus. He said he lost seven pounds. I don't know where that guy can lose seven pounds. Why does he putt putt well at the Masters, but he can't putt? I mean, he putts well in majors, but he can't putt in a regular. You ever watch him putt? I mean, it's it's weirdest thing. Like, but he putts well at the Masters. Feet? Yeah, I, I have no idea. What's like Hoblin? Hoblin has good. Hoblin <laughs> has good around the greens at majors, but he sucks around the green and everywhere else. Maybe it it's because they they can't read greens, but here no one can read Augusta green. So just put it towards the hole and hope you get it right. Fresh into the meat. Hey, yeah. who's who's one guy under like say thirty to one? You guys are definitely not playing. <sighs> you mean to win? I mean, there, there's a bunch Anything. of guys you're not, that I'm not playing. Like you're just fading him completely. I'm not playing John Rahm at all. I don't think I agree with Nick what he said about and what y'all have said. I think this weather is going to mess with him. I, I, not that he doesn't play well in good weather, but I think if you have a bunch of starts and stops, if he has a if he has a stop after he has a bad hole, he's going to sit there and think about it for an hour. I, do, I don't like John Rahm at all. Well, if time. he has a stop after he has two good holes, same thing. Yeah, maybe so. I do, I'm not betting him at all in any shape or form. In this tournament, I know I'm opposed to against some of the the big ones, but um, that's where I am. Nick, um, I already mentioned that Cantlay and Xander are the two guys I'm not. Yeah, I don't like Xander either. That's another one. I know. Does anybody of... have a worse sponsor than Cantlay and DeWalt? Like, do you look at Patrick Cantlay and say, "I want that guy to build me some"? I don't even know what sheds DeWalt with is. DeWalt tools. <laughs> you know, look at this guy. Definitely not. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. I got to be honest. I don't know that I could have a drink with Cantlay. And uh, what would he talk about? Does he talk? Apparently, he's fun. That's what I hear. Right. I don't I believe don't that at all. He, he doesn't look like he is going to be the driest guy on the him. course that I've ever seen. Uh, I mean, Dan Xander jokes galore. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you What do you not like about Xander? He's finished top three here twice. I don't like him in weather. Okay, it's just a weather bias for me. He he. I, you know what I feel about Xander. I'm just not a, I'm not a big Xander fan, period. I just I know he's won some he won the Olympics and he's won some and he's always up there, but I just don't I don't I mean, my strategy him. for guys under thirty to one is I'm taking two of them. I'm betting them before yeah. the tournament. And then I'm gonna monitor live odds. Yeah. If somebody's four shots back and I look at the weather and I think they're gonna get the course at a good position and they have a good number, I'm gonna play them. Like a Justin Thomas, like a Max Homer, guys like that. Jordan oh, Speed. That, that leads into where I want to finish the show because we've got about five minutes left. And, Nick, go into some of your DFS strategies. You talk about having 200 lineups, 24 guys. Um, tell me about your strategies and going into DFS for people that are interested 
And look, I mean, I don't play a whole lot of DFS, but I actually might put a few lineups together on DraftKings later uh, just to have fun with it. But what's your philosophy going into it? Well, I'm, I, my philosophy is going to be different from somebody like you that's just going to be doing two or three lineups. So, like You kind of want to pick the guys you like. Um, I don't. I play the game. I don't pick the guys I like. The guys I like are the guys I'm going to bet. So I kind of hedge myself to where, okay, these are the guys I like. If they're going to be too high owned, I'm playing in a contest of 315,000 people and a million dollars up top. So I have to be different than 315,000 people. And I got to hit the right everything. So, I mean, I'm just going to look at ownership projections. I'm going to look at, okay, well, if Scotty's 20% and Rory's 25%, I'm going to play Scotty. Like, you know, things like that. And like I said, I like this PM thing to where the guy's out early Friday morning. I'm going to play a lot of them guys like Spieth, like Fleetwood. Somebody like Tom Kim. I don't know if Tom Kim's going to be highly owned because everybody's doing this. You know, the debutants can't do good here. But Tom Kim has an experienced caddy on the bag that's going to tell him where to hit it. Somebody like Cam Young has Webb Simpson's caddy now. How many times has Webb Simpson played here? Right. So people like that, if they're lower owned, I'm going to throw them in. Do you, how do you go percentage wise um, DFS for the whole tournament? And then each day, I know you do uh, that day. So, how much, what's your percentage wise on what you go there? What you mean, percentage? Like, you know, like, uh, do you do 50% of, of your, you know, budget? Is it 50% of your lineups? Are they entire tournament uh, DFS or, or are you doing more well, on, on each day? I don't play, sh- I don't do the showdown every day. Like, I'm not going to do round one showdown okay? because I want to see how the course plays. But then I'll take it, like, round two. It all depends on weather. It all depends on if I feel I got an edge. Like, if I feel like I think morning guys are going to be better than evening guys, I'll play the showdown. Zach, what about the you? The great thing you, about you, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm the same way. The great thing about showdown, the problem is the first two rounds, everybody plays all the AM guys because yeah. the course just plays easier in the AM. The edge, to me, is on the weekend when – everyone falls in love with everybody who's playing well. And as we know, like it doesn't work that way just because you played well one day does not mean you're going to play well the next day. And you can get huge ownership discounts on some guy who duffed it around on Friday and barely made the cut. And all of a sudden he's not only is he going off early on Saturday, but he plays a lot better and and nobody else thought to pick him. So um, to me, when you do it that way, but I I do kind of like the week long, I guess I'm traditional in that way where you try to get all six guys across the cut line, which is so hard to do most weeks. Week long is so much easier. harder. Easier in this gotta, tournament. Easier in this tournament. It is easier. Yeah. Like, you're going to get... But it's easier for everybody. Yeah, so, that's what I mean, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're just trying to have fun with it and know that you have a chance, I mean, this is a tournament to do it. Like we said, Zach said 88 guys. I mean, and you're not going to pick at least eight of them. No one's going to touch. So 80 guys, and you only got to get 50 out of 55. So you got to got a pretty good chance to go six out of six and you have to go six out of six to have a chance to do anything in the masters for sure guys yeah. it's been a lot of fun um i've enjoyed it and um the regular datitude will be back on friday i am not sure who my guest is yet but we're gonna be talking a lot of pelicans uh, i'm sure as they have a big one tonight against the memphis grizzlies i still don't get why they're five point favorites that makes zero sense to me maybe we'll see it in daily best bets today memphis doesn't need to win i don't know yeah, maybe. We can but, get off uh, on that tangent. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. All right, not the most smoothest of segues there to end that. Uh, but you know, sometimes I don't think when I'm on live that this is actually going to go in the podcast. 
I often think of, okay, you need to leave yourself an opening here so you can transition back to the pot now. I forgot. So it sounded kind of dumb there. But anyway, you get what we're talking about. And I hope you enjoyed this Masters preview. Um, like I said, I think Cam Smith is my guy. Uh, I've got a full detailed uh, preview on bet.nola.com if you want to take a look at that. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, before we go out, though, I do want to talk about uh, very quickly the Pelicans playing Memphis tonight. And then they will host the Knicks on Friday. So you're talking about Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Man, and I, I said before, I really thought, well, I mean, they have to go at least one and two. But you really wanted them to go two and one, so now you kind of backed into a corner. I don't get why they're five-point favorites, as I said there before I let the guys go. Don't understand it. Uh, how will they finish tonight uh, and Friday? We'll find out. And we will be talking about it more on Friday. I will let you know who my guest is tomorrow. Live show will be 9.15 a.m. on all of our bet.noah.com and noah.com social media channels. If you want to catch it live, we'll be there. Um, and then, again, if you want to come back and listen to the whole thing along with my monologue, it's going to be focusing on the Pelicans. But we are going to talk about the Saints a little bit. Uh, and we may flash back a little bit to LSU women's basketball. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. I'm not 100% sure how the show's going to go. But we will. It will be mostly Pelicans. But, again, Saints, the draft is coming up. but just three weeks away. Hard to believe. Who are, who are they targeting? Um, some people are all thrilled about Hendon Hooker coming to town. Um, why do we... Want to look at a quarterback again? Didn't we just get a quarterback? All right, that's a story for Friday. We'll get into it. Let's hope the rain doesn't mess with the Masters too much. I like watching it. I don't want to be watching it for 45 minutes. Oh, then it's off. You don't know when it comes back on. You go back. I don't know. It's such a mess. But it's going to be a great week. It is uh, some of the kiddos are off. A lot of other ones are going to be off starting Friday. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we will talk to you on Friday. Don't let those raindrops fall on your head. Stay out of that stuff. See you Friday. Peace and love, my friends. Soon.